This is the Extra Point Podcast. During this podcast, we will dive deeper into our Sunday teaching and share practical next steps for your faith journey. Now, let's kick off the Extra Point. Hey, welcome to the Extra Point Podcast, where we dive deeper into Sunday's teaching. My name is Anna. I'm the youth pastor here. Joining us today is Cheryl. She is our next step and discipleship pastor here at Southridge Church. And we are going through a series called I Pity the Fool. If you have missed any of this, make sure you go back and rewatch, re-listen. You can subscribe right now um, by clicking subscribe. Share this with a friend, whatever you're doing, because you never know who this might impact. You never know what impact it might have, and you can be a part of someone else's next step. What a cool opportunity. So this past week, we talked about I Pity the Fool. Uh, We're going through the book of Proverbs and how to live like the wise and not like the unwise. Mm -hmm. And our topic was friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, Understanding that we were made for community as God um, showed that to us in the beginning Mm -hmm. in Genesis as he created and we sometimes are a little foolish in our Mm -hmm. friendships and the way that we are a friend and the way that we choose friends. So um, Cheryl, take us a little bit deeper in a maybe even a quick overview for anyone who missed it. And then let's hit some points that we can dive a little deeper in. Yeah. Um, So basically I was just sharing about how um, we are made for community, but often in life um, because we are not perfect, we tend to hurt people. Yeah. And when we get hurt, we can put up walls and decide that we don't want to risk being hurt again. And so we kind of fall into this lie that we're better off alone or that we're okay alone. We have maybe our spouse or like our family. Uh, We have God and we think that that's okay Mm -hmm. and that that's enough. Um, But we're told from the very beginning that um, we are not meant to be alone, Mm -hmm. that it's not good for us to be alone. And we are created for community because we're created in the image of God. Um, but we, we have to choose that for ourselves and we have to work at it. We have to cultivate it. Um, because so often in life, we just think that, um, it's something that should just come naturally and easy and not have to work at it. But, um, that's really not the truth of the matter. Yeah. I think that a conversation about friendship, almost seems juvenile like it's almost like oh we should yeah. know, we should have this figured out by now right um but to see that there are scriptural mm-hmm. guides that show us mm-hmm. this is actually what this looks like and it is work because mm-hmm. there's conversations in the proverbs which you brought to light about um mm-hmm. how to choose friends what to look yeah. for in a friend how to be a friend mm-hmm. and i think that some of those things do come natural but not mm-hmm. to everyone. Right. And so what are some of the um, complexities that we can see and um, maybe even a next step in as you're preparing something that you weren't able to to fit into Sunday mm-hmm. service? Was there um, an additional layer there that you yeah. maybe wanted to include but didn't get a chance to right. or maybe even go yeah. a little further into it? Yeah, well, I think that the the Bible is full of a lot of different stories that can teach us a lot more about friendship. Like there's, you've got the story of Ruth and Naomi. Oh, yeah. um, that's one who decided to, to stick even in the toughest time yeah. when she didn't have to. You've got um, David and Jonathan, again, who are extremely great friends, like that even, you know, Jonathan is willing to um, not fall in line with his, his dad, who's king, 
because of his friendship with David. You've got um, stories like um, Rehoboam and Jeroboam where like one would not, like he refused to listen to wise counsel. Um, you've got stories like just with Jesus and the disciples even um, to be able to see how that interaction works. Like Jesus had the 12 disciples, but that he, you know, he did most things with, he sat at the table with, but then he had a select few that he went a little deeper with. And so um, just even looking at that and realizing like how Jesus, you know, sought out and invited the disciples in, how he um, continued to be in community with them, um, even knowing like, that some may hurt or some may betray, like even with Peter, you know what I mean? Like he knew there was going to be that moment of denial and and betrayal in a sense, but then he came back and gave him an opportunity, like forgave him and brought him back. Like you've got so many stories, even further after that, you've got like Paul and Barnabas who started out really great friends doing ministry together, missionary trips together. But then there came a point where, you know, they had a disagreement and they knew that it was time to move on. And, but they were able to do that in a way that wasn't damaging for, um, the kingdom building that they were doing. And so I think that would be my thing is go and find some of those other stories where you can really see some of those moments and how that works out and how it's portrayed. Um, Jesus is honestly going to be the best example we probably have Mm -hmm. for, um, true friendship, because even with Jesus, like there's a story where he sends out 72 disciples in mm-hmm. pairs. So like, obviously he had more disciples than just the 12, but the 12 were ones that were much closer to him. Those were like the ones in his immediate circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just looking at that dynamic and seeing um, how he had, you know, he had a variety. He had people from different walks of life because I think often we think that if we don't have um all the same you know age or stage of life or whatever that we can't be good friends with somebody Mm. but that's not really the case and so knowing that there can be some variety that there can be like having some commonalities helps that's like what a friendship is kind of built on typically like it's like oh you know you like dinosaurs i do like you know what i sorry um that's probably not dinosaurs actually not the best (laughs) Mm, that's a reference that I probably shouldn't use. But anyway, um, if you know what movie I'm thinking about. But but I think, you know, commonality helps. Like being um, driven for the same thing, that also helps. Um, but it's not like always a make or break thing. Like yeah. you don't have to, you know, work at the same job. You don't have to. Uh, there might be a friend that does work with you, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be those things. Yeah. And remembering that just because like, you're one of my great friends, you do not have children, but that's right. okay. Yep. Like, um, you're somebody who cares for my children, loves my children. Yeah. Um, and I'm able to have moments with you where we don't have to worry about kids distracting you because mm-hmm. you don't have them. Right. Now. And yeah. so that's, you know, just remembering that like that it, it doesn't have to be the same yeah, for sure. Age or stage for life. Or. I think that's so good because what you just said, mm-hmm. which you didn't, I don't recall you saying it on um, Sunday, mm-hmm. but that having some type of common ground mm-hmm. is critical for friendship. Yeah. And I think that um, if we are Christians, like if we have our foundation of Jesus mm-hmm. in our life, you can form a friendship, yeah. a really deep friendship yeah. with someone who also has that foundation. Yes. Um, and I don't think some of those other factors are as 
prominent mm-hmm. when it comes to that because your faith yeah. is what's drawing you yeah. nearer to this other person to support yeah. them and love them and care for them. Yes. And the the differences start to not matter as much. Right. Because like when you have that commonality of Jesus um, being the center of your relationships and you're going to be able to overlook those faults. You're going to be able to help mm-hmm. like instead of trying to fix your friend always, like you yeah. maybe just fix their eyes on Jesus and point them to him in those times instead of trying to like give all this other advice or like, you know, coming down too yeah. harsh. Like sometimes we just need realign to look at Jesus but if you have friends that don't know him, then that's going to be harder to do. Yeah. Friends who don't know Jesus, like we say all the time, if you're not a follower of Jesus, we don't expect you to like live yeah. this certain way. Like, cause right. you don't, you're not a follower of Jesus, but followers of Jesus are, you know, we are told that we should forgive. We are told mm-hmm. that we should love. We are told these things. And like, when you have that foundation, it does help. That's not to say that you don't ever create relationships with people that don't know Jesus, because yeah. if you're not ever doing that, then you can't ever bring anybody to Christ. But there's that, like, you should not go to your atheist friend for Christian advice. Like, you know what I mean? And so just knowing and remembering that, like my husband, two of his best friends do not believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have a different dynamic than the one that he has that does believe in Jesus. Right. And so um, seeing that is a cool dynamic as well. But I think for your really closest friends that you can go to in those times of trouble that you can go to to share your struggles and all that kind of stuff. Those people being believers of Jesus is important. Yeah, for sure. Um, I really appreciated the, uh, for anyone who didn't get a chance to listen, go back and listen to Sunday's teaching. There were so many amazing golden nuggets of true wisdom from the Psalms, from Cheryl, from her experience and from her studies. Um, You went into how friendship can be, um, it could be around for a season, it could be around for a reason or for a lifetime. I think that that really, at least for me, some of the people that I knew in the space and knew Mm -hmm. who were listening, watching, I think that gives us some freedom Mm-hmm. That gives people a little bit of like, okay, it's okay that that friendship is kind of um, spaced mm-hmm. right now or that yeah. it's, we're kind of taking a break. We haven't mm-hmm. talked for it. I think that that really gave some um, confidence in, you know, maybe I'm not actually a bad friend. Yeah. Maybe it's just that that friendship isn't meant to go the long haul. Yeah. And I think there's something really beautiful in that. We almost talked about this last week whenever uh, we were with Scott talking about what it looks like, um, maybe it was a week before, but like success. Success looks mm-hmm. different yeah. in the eyes of the Lord than it does in the yeah. eyes of our um, society and our culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that friendship is the same. Friendship looks yeah. different to God than yeah. it does to us and what we expect out of friends. Yeah. I think we expect maybe what we see in um, sitcoms mm-hmm. or in like movies where yeah. these friends have known each other forever. Yeah. They never give up on each other. They've been through it through the, the yes. thick and thin. And that does yeah. happen. But that's mm-hmm. not, that's the exception. Yeah. It's not usually what we see mm-hmm. as the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that was a really cool share. In addition to that, just sharing the characteristics yeah. of friendship, a true friend. Yeah. Because I think that challenges us mm-hmm. as being friends yes. Yes. also. Absolutely. Like there was that twofold of like, this is what you should look for. And this is also what you should be. Yeah. Because like, um, you really should not ever expect something from somebody that you're not willing to do or yeah. give either. Um, and remembering that is really important as well going into so friendship. Good. It was so good. Um, 
Yeah, the, those were just some of the highlights for me. Is there anything you'd like to add to this episode um, before we wrap up today? Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say, if you want to dive deeper into this, really, Jenny Allen's book, Find Your People, is a fantastic resource. She goes into so much more detail in a lot of these things, um, as well as like understanding the the whole dynamic of how like the first community was family, mm-hmm. and how like what you learn within your family is the way that you will interact with all your other relationships. And so taking some time to kind of dig in and say like, okay, well, my family was really bad at forgiving or like they hold grudges. Like, Mm -hmm. do you find yourself holding grudges within your friendships or your relationships? Mm -hmm. Like knowing that and realizing those kind of things is really important and, and cool, like a cool way to look at it because I didn't always have great examples at home growing up. And so the way that I interacted with my friendships outside of the home was not always that great Mm -hmm. either. Um, And so um, she just digs into a lot more. And if you are um, a lady who wants to kind of dig into that together in the fall, we're going to have several groups offered where we're going to go through. She's got a study that goes along with it. So we're going to go through that together Um, So be looking forward to that. And I would just say, you know, go see what your next step is for um, finding, creating, cultivating friendships. Um, You know, I had several people talk to me afterwards and they were like, oh, I was I was just really I have that one friend Mm -hmm. and they're not always reliable. But part of it is probably that it's one friend and they can't always be there. And so um So just really getting into some of those next steps and seeing, okay, what is it that I need to do personally? Do I just need to begin to pray? Do Mm -hmm. I, are there some people that I'm with regularly throughout my given week that I need to just initiate and invite um, to do something with, to go deeper with? Um, Do I have a friend that we get together regularly, but we never really go deep that Mm -hmm. we maybe need um, to talk to? I think um, there was this really great, fill in the blank that Jenny Allen uses um, within her book that I I have in my notes, if I can find it. Um, But, and I I probably won't do it, but because it's kind of long, but basically it's like, I'm feeling blank right now. Like Mm -hmm. I, um, in my um, current season, I really need blank from you. Like just, that's good. Just, it gives you so many practical things just to say like, Hey, here's something I'm struggling with. Here's something I'm anxious about. Here's something I'm excited about. Like going just a little bit deeper in your conversations to really find out like what's going on with people. Mm -hmm. I think when we see Christians and people like struggle or divorce or things like that, typically it's because they don't, they don't have those kind of relationships to help Mm -hmm. keep them accountable, to go to in those struggled times, to pray for in those times. Like, it's so incredibly important, not just for you, mm-hmm. but for your family, for yeah. those around you. So um, just take some of those next steps. Yeah, I think that's so good. Um, so just for our listeners um, who are with us, when I hear this, this is something that I was challenged with a few years back mm-hmm. is friendship. and Because um, growing up, you just said something that I had not even thought about until just now. But like growing up, my home life was wonderful. I had mm-hmm. great parents. We had a lot of really positive things, but when times got tough, 
I can recall my parents really handling things um, behind closed doors mm -hmm. or they'd, they'd go to the garage, they'd go outside or they'd go, hey, let's talk in the laundry room, like, you know, whatever. And I can remember seeing, yeah. like, just being like, man, we never argue around here. We never fight. Like, yeah. and it wasn't until I got older that I started saying, no, I think that we do have those conversations, mm -hmm. but I'm not seeing them. And so in friendships, I, and this is, you know, my parents are wonderful people. It's just exactly our home life changes mm -hmm. and challenges who we are as adults. Yeah. I had trouble going um, more uh, being vulnerable mm -hmm. with friends because I thought, well, I don't know if this is their business. Well, I don't yeah. know if, you mm -hmm. know what, and it has been um, really challenging for me, but it's also mm -hmm. been very rewarding yeah. to open up and share with people um, and to be vulnerable with challenges, yeah. vulnerable with um, uh, maybe some changes and different things in life mm -hmm. and to talk through that stuff and have friends that you can trust. And literally you talked about there is risk. Mm -hmm. There's risk of rejection. There's risk of, hey, this feels like too much. You're asking too much yeah. of me. I can't handle all this. That is a risk. But it's a risk that if we, especially as believers, we know that Jesus is our best friend. Mm -hmm. We know that if this friend isn't enough, we can't yeah. put expectations on them beyond what they should bear anyway. Yeah. But if they're not able to meet us there, Jesus will always meet us there. Yes. But it's awfully nice to have a friend mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was really special. It's something even in my own life that I've been challenged with the last few years. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope that some of our listeners and, and people who may be a little bit timid or like um, uh, even someone who've, who views their life a little private, yeah. that's hard yeah. to open up to, with a friend. Uh, yeah. But God can bring the right people mm -hmm. and he can keep you from yeah. uh, feeling so alone. In yeah. That. And I think, I think the right people is the key, like to remember to use discernment. That's part of that. Choose carefully in the very yeah. beginning. Um, because you can probably gauge decently. If you're paying attention, you can probably gauge whether that person is the one that you can, yeah. um, trust to open up with and like maybe starting, starting small and building your way into something like I would not necessarily say to like, Oh Yeah share everything the first yeah, time you for get sure. um, I mean for I sure. have had those moments where I do that kind of thing but like it's been very <laughs> special special circumstances but like just use that discernment yeah for in, sure in that aspect um very to know like how to build that like don't don't just jump off the deep end yeah necessarily like use some wisdom start a little smaller um so that way that way you don't freak people out not everybody is like like, I, I, I will say, like, I struggled for a very long time about transparency. Yeah. I'm not that way anymore. Like, basically, yeah. you could ask me anything and I will tell you. Or, yeah. like, I'll, if you want to hear my whole story, I'll sit down with you as long as you got a couple hours and it share everything with it you. But, like, you to get there. yes, yep. it took a lot of time, a lot of healing, yep. a lot of processing, a lot of those things to get there. Um, but I don't, I don't do that with everybody. Right. Like, um, so just remembering to use discernment. Yeah, it's so good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of the Extra Point Podcast. Um, here at Southridge Church, we'd love to help you take your next step in your faith journey, no matter where you may find yourself in a relationship with Jesus Christ. You can do that by looking up southridge.org, following us here on the pod, and we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Extra Point. Be sure to subscribe to the Southridge Church Podcast and tune in every Wednesday for another episode of The Extra Point.